0: Alright, guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today we've got—I think it's the second time we've ever done this—four people on the podcast. So, is this your—by the way—is this your first four-way, guys?
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. Today I think we asked uh, last time. No. Yes. I, I feel like I feel like you always you always um, you always yell at me for saying yeah. threesome.
0: I, I, had, I had to beat you to the punch this time. Clearly. All right, so you guys—if you're following this channel—you probably know who Nicole is. Nicole obviously works. We work together, real estate, and we got the real word. But we've got a couple people that are new definitely to this channel, to this podcast. Uh, Don Valentis, guaranteed rate mortgage lender, but he's got a more professional title than that. Guaranteed rate affinity. Affinity. Hmm. I'm a VP of mortgage lending. VP of mortgage lending. Excuse me. Don's been on the radio show. Yeah. Do you remember that? I don't. You weren't here, you weren't hanging out. Don's a great guy. And so Don and I did a little fireside chat in New York recently in the city. And we we're at Anthony's office, and Anthony Lapia is with LinkedIn. That's correct. Yes. And so you're head of sales or uh, director of sales?
2: Yes, I lead an enterprise sales team in, in New York for LinkedIn.
0: So we and that was a really hmm. just like a fun day it's good okay, group I put of my people pinky up for that one for the LinkedIn thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Excuse me. Hmm. Pinky up. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, nope. we had a good day without Nicole. Oh, by the way, she wasn't. I wasn't, she wasn't invited. There. She didn't get the invite. I
1: was not invited.
0: Did a little fireside chat and really just thought, uh, you know, I thought a lot of, you were, you were kind of hosting the day, Anthony? That's correct. I thought yep. a lot of your skills, your acumen, your style, your energy, I really liked it. And so I wanted to get a group of us together and kind of just jam out on, on a few things. So why don't we start with this? Um, Anthony first, why don't you just give a quick 15, 30, 60 seconds about
1: yourself? Five seconds.
0: Five, 10, a whole minute, whatever you want right from you know maybe a little bit of background how you ended up at LinkedIn and then we'll go over to the Don. elevator pitch yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. We'll I mean, where do I start
2: pitch. there's just so much to tell um, so I've been working uh, in sales for the last 17 years and uh, I've, I've been working with organizations uh, large and small uh, started at a little company called ADP uh, learned everything I sort of know about uh, ADP like payroll that's hey very good a lot I'll of people uh, think it's the security company no believe it or not um, so yeah, ADP and then uh, led teams at SAP and Oracle and landed at LinkedIn uh, about four years ago. And uh, and Don and I, interestingly enough, have known each other about 30 years. So we've been friends for a really long yeah, time. you guys grew up in Milford.
1: Yeah, like high school? Like you guys are high school friends? These are Milford yeah. boys. Oh my gosh, okay, so can we turn mm. the podcast into like high school stories?
2: You may uh, have to put it on an alternative channel. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not you sure you will that. Yeah. All
0: right, so, so corporate fun. world, Massive chops though in what's relevant today certainly being at LinkedIn like on the forefront of what's relevant today on, on these platforms So
2: yeah, I'd like to think so.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Mm, It's sort bit. of it's sort of like that, you know, like social media. It's just like you think that it's you think that like their life is great well, LinkedIn but maybe it's
0: not to me I don't think LinkedIn we'll get into it a little bit Love here to. after we after we let Don give his elevator pitch right, right. if We could Yep. you know, but um I don't consider LinkedIn a social media platform. You probably don't either, right? You're, you're spot on. Yeah. All right, Well, right. We'll get into that a little bit after. Hmm. Don, give
3: us your, uh, your elevator pitch, and, and uh, then we'll get into it. All right. So, um, basically been in the mortgage industry for the better part of 15 years, 14, 15 years. Had a, in the early 2000s, in the mortgage industry, left, worked at the small security company, ADP, with <laughs> Anthony, um, and then went back into the mortgage industry, completely changed in 2010 course learned it from an assistant level not as a loan officer and then went back into it as as a producer as a loan officer so and you've been just in that role producing ever since absolutely
1: was adp like the enterprise like like the you nailed it i feel like you got out of college and like you went to like enterprise like you needed a job was that the EDP thing? Yes. Okay.
2: It's where they took state school grads like ourselves and taught them how to walk and talk like adults. Right, So we yeah. learned that, and then we brought that. But you were just expertise. like, yeah, I got a job, Mom! Exactly. And yeah. like, Made our parents
0: proud.
1: Then you got in there, and you were like, wait a minute. Yeah, okay.
0: Well, tell. I mean, I'm super intrigued on the LinkedIn thing, and, and we just touched on it. I don't think it's a social platform. There's so much to it, right? Now they're producing content, and there's a serious news feed happening. But if someone were to ask you being in on the inside like, what's the elevator pitch of LinkedIn? It's a great
2: question. I, I think that whereas people identify with it as a social networking platform for professionals, which it is, it's actually got value as a data set that's valuable for both individuals, entrepreneurs, and also large organizations, because it's, it's assembled data that is forming what our CEO refers to as the economic graph. So the plotting of where all skills and capabilities live across the globe, and if you think about it, it's the convergence of the individual member who has a profile and and represents what they are in their career across that profile, and it's organizations who are looking for people to do specific jobs so that they can win in their specific market, and it's bringing them together. We sort of live in the middle and allow those two organizations, those two uh, entities, to engage effectively.
0: And, and probably through a lot of that, because people are on there sharing. Like I'm sharing content on LinkedIn, and, and people are sharing endorsements for each other and reviews, and you know all of this knowledge back and forth, back and forth. It's building. People are basically building LinkedIn's big data now that they can flip off and and you know sell that off basically right not I mean sell it off is is probably the wrong term but run ads against whatever utilize that data for bigger companies to find like how can I quickly find the people talented in this niche right like right is that that kind of at you nailed it right so what what they're trying to accomplish is if an
2: organization needs let's say engineers member privacy is really important for the organization so we're not unmasking those individuals to say hey you should market to Byron or Don or Nicole But what we're giving them is directionally where to engage with the people in aggregate that have the skills that you're looking for and how to get them quickly. And the thing that you're looking to do is you're looking to build awareness so that they engage with the the content that you're putting on platform. And then they show the intention to either apply, engage, do business as a consumer. It's not just recruiting, but also B2B, B2C, any number of things uh, you're really looking to just drive engagement
0: for meaningful audiences to come together and so that and what we when we, you and I met which was through Don's event you know in man in your office in Manhattan in the LinkedIn office is that the headquarters or no headquarters is actually out in Sunnyvale California right, so headquarters in California yeah, for, for North America You guys have, like, multiple floors in in the Empire State Building?
2: In the Empire State Building, what started as, I think,
0: 20 people on the 25th floor
2: has now morphed into about 1,100 or 1,200 people in New York that sit on three, and then 20 through 28. We've got a bunch of
0: floors there. bunch of floors. And so, Don through an event, uh, there was about 50 real estate-related professionals, agents mostly, right, at the event. And really it was fireside chat it was a lot of learning. But why would LinkedIn host that type of an event? What's the benefit for LinkedIn to have, you know, 4050 real estate agents come into their space, spend a whole day there, host the event tour the the office when people are trying to work? What was the benefit for LinkedIn? Um, for For Don to have that event there? I
3: basically begged him.
0: Like, I, saying, I need something. I I was going to say, say, I love the I
1: fact, fact that you're trying to make it sound like a bigger event than it was by specifying how many floors it was on. But. No, no, no. I'm saying <laughs> their, their <laughs> office
0: is on those that many floors. The event was really, you know, they they had a conference room and, and they took a tour and all this kind of stuff.
1: Don seems pretty but, cool then.
0: But there's a, there's like serious work happening
1: cool. in, yeah. in LinkedIn. so I think Byron felt cool.
0: I felt cool. He, and he I felt, did.
1: He Instagrammed the whole thing. Didn't I, tell anyone where he was going. Just like New York. You know,
0: talk about jelly. Like we're going to (laughs) get see that wall right there. That's empty. We're going to get a big painting of a jellyfish and we're just going to sign Nicole. The drop
2: off was that we didn't have you there. I feel like you would think it was a super exciting. No, I'm good with it.
1: That I'll let you guys continue to do your thing here. I'm just like,
0: no, I'm, I'm just curious the benefit that, you know, LinkedIn gets out of that. Part part of our charge as employees,
2: because member first is a a big part of our value uh, and our core tenants. Part of what we do each year, so I've got a revenue producing gig, the people on my team have a revenue producing gig obviously to support customers and grow the business, but also as members on platform, we're looking to educate other folks on how to better represent themselves on platform so that they can either network better, um, become hired by their dream organization if that's their goal, or just uh, be able to tell their authentic story. I think the real cool thing was the intent behind the event. Don actually had come to me and said, I want to be able to do something for the folks that I network or work with that isn't self-serving. It has no agenda. It is just all about those folks. And I'd love to have them you know, do something for a day. So that's where it came up was really
0: his idea.
1: And I love that, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but I love that because, like, I wasn't invited, so I feel like I feel like she's
0: pressing you hard right now for the next invite. No, it's okay. No, no, no. But I,
1: I feel like though, like for your listeners, I would love, like, I would love to know it was discussed sort of on that fireside chat, and and like what 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 benefit is it to all of us? Do you know who
0: was invited besides my besides me? Well, we invited Sam, but we we couldn't let Sam go
1: why linkedin
0: doesn't they won't let you do that
1: what does that mean
0: they wouldn't let us bring Sam. oh like a video record you mean, yeah of, oh, of course you always i mean have i guess to have sam, a could have, I sam, gotta, sam could gotta have gotta
1: record it and see how awesome i am but i'm curious then so like <laughs> we're, to, we're, we're sort of talking so much around what it was that you learned like what is it like what is it like what what were you wanting your people to learn like what what are we using linkedin for what no, no, should no, no. i be using linkedin for that was
0: that's what was interesting about this event was anthony's like hey this we're hosting the event yeah we're giving you the venue yeah but this isn't about LinkedIn this is about an open discussion around whether it's marketing or t- different tactics you should be doing mm-hmm. in the real estate industry so okay,
1: so I misunderstood
0: yeah we I mean we literally went into Instagram we went into Facebook we went into you know what I guess you could perceive I don't see Facebook as a competitor to LinkedIn I, of course I see them not. completely different no, but I'm just
1: but we have a LinkedIn man here.
0: No, but I'm, I'm just saying I'm it curious. was not. And Anthony actually, to his credit, made it like very clear. He's like, this isn't a LinkedIn discussion.
1: Right. Well, I, want, I want it to be a LinkedIn yeah. discussion. It, it no, was, no, it it was
0: really about social
2: and how folks are taking advantage of it to not only drive their business. Like That was the more of the, the output, but it was the efforts that you put into driving your brand through all of your social platforms. I think Don did a really good job of talking about, what are your options and how are you using them? And then we did some work to educate folks on what they should be putting on platform. And then Byron came in and talked about, uh, I believe consistency quality and being able to make sure that you are churning content in a way that's not just, again, towards an end game or with an agenda, but it's there to educate people that you're gonna work with Mm -hmm. or work alongside. And it's going to give people uh, value that they wouldn't get elsewhere, and that is what will ultimately turn into potential mm-hmm. business relationships. Yeah. I don't want to steal from from you guys. Well, let's do this. Why'd I, you do it?
3: Well, why'd you do I'm, it? The the honest truth is, we were just talking, and I'm as a as a loan originator or a VP. <laughs> a I, VP of loans. I like to to the Vice to okay. deliver things that are valuable to, to agents, right? Something that's value add to you, not me pitching myself or selling my company or tell, talking about product and, and what we can do and how fast we can do it and all of that.
1: You just did right there, though. I know, yeah.
3: and, and we do. So, a little sneaky, a little sneak. Oh, and not sneaky at
1: all, actually. <laughs> so um,
3: he says to me, you know you can just do an event at LinkedIn because you're a LinkedIn customer. You can just have a group of people come in and I'm like, you're just telling me this now? Like, really? Like?" that would make me look really cool and i know that i can get people to go to that it was a big ask for people to travel to new york city but they were traveling to new york city and they were going to linkedin
0: they were getting an experience right? was so an it's experience. like okay i'm going to get this education on you know a 6 hour day whatever it is with the content yep. but i'm also going to get a once in a lifetime experience of being in the empire state building specifically in linkedin's offices how they work, getting the tour. I mean, like, Nicole, one, so one thing you, this would actually make Nicole want to go apply at LinkedIn, that little speakeasy that you guys have. It's nice. Are you even allowed right? to say that? Yeah. I go ahead. ahead. It's yeah, a it. secret. No, it's online. You, know? you can well, see well, the speakeasy.
1: speakeasy. Is a secret.
0: Well, she's correct now. She now. is right. This podcast. The secret's yeah. out, Nicole. Yeah, they have a speakeasy right in the office.
1: Really? Yeah, like behind, p- behind, like a, a door, wall. like you don't know what's going on. It's I like think. a,
0: it's like a library wall, or there's something. a
2: vault. There's a vault with like, I think it's 130 what telephones. Goes on telephones. Back, what
1: goes on back there? Drinking. It's actually empty
2: most of the time. Oh. But we we have this thing called beers for my peers on Thursday. It's part Lovely. of our our culture. Mm-hmm. And if you're a people manager, mm-hmm. we will wheel around a cart full of beer, and at the end of the day, give out beers. But it ultimately then leads up.
1: That should be our culture.
2: To the 28th floor, where. <laughs> There's 130 phones, and one of them rings, and when you pick it up, the vault door opens, and inside is the speakeasy. Our culture's hardest working team. You want to and change what, it to And
1: what, beer does, culture? What, does, what, what, what happens behind that door? Like, what is, like once you get into the speakeasy? There's a bar.
2: Yeah, there's a bar. There's some yes, lounge chairs. Which, uh, I mean, I, I can't speak to what has happened I, there over the years. Uh, I, I have not been I, there by, every time. Byron <laughs> and I were supposed
1: to go to a speakeasy actually in Anaheim, but you – You went. I didn't oh you didn't go I made an I made an appointment for you and I and then what did we do you
0: I did something else
1: well probably. I did something else with you but it was like no we're not doing that Nicole
0: let's do this since we're on the topic it's here cool. and we, we already brought up like some of the social platforms let's start with Nicole and then we'll go right around
1: yeah
0: what not not which platform is your favorite right now yeah but which feature in which platform is your favorite oh my so, gosh like, what feature of all these? We'll just call like cluster them all together. The Facebooks, Instagrams, Linkedins, you know, uh, YouTube, Snap, whatever. Oh God! Like, what's your favorite feature?
1: Well, so that I'd love to, I'd love for my question to be answered eventually. Because I, you want
0: you want them to answer, it and then
1: no, 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 not that one. What I, I I'd do love you have. to eventually get back because I feel like I feel like.
0: Um, what question did you have?
1: Well, I, 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 really, I'm still trying to get to the root of LinkedIn. Like, I get your event, and like, none of us were invited. It's cool, and everyone listening—it was we, not
0: Anthony's event. It
1: doesn't matter. So, so Don, it was Don's event, my fault. But everybody else on the uh, right now on this podcast, nobody else was invited. I've
2: been taking the blame for him for a really long time, and that's so okay. Just keep it coming. That's yeah. fine. but I'm
1: but I, and I'm I'm understanding the event. I guess for everybody else listening, like, hey, we have a LinkedIn guy here. Like, I, I have so many questions to ask you because I don't use LinkedIn.
0: Well, you. Can can start asking the questions after you answer my question.
1: Right. Okay. What's
0: your What's your favorite feature on any one of these platforms right now that you you're using the most? That you're you don't have to be using it the most, but you're enjoying the most.
3: I'm guessing it's, it's, it's it, not
1: LinkedIn. No, it's not LinkedIn. <laughs> um, I'm actually enjoying the most um, the uh, Instagram story right now. Stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, because I feel like I am. Super specific about what I post that lives on my page, but on Instagram story, I can sort of post with what's like going on in my day exactly, and then it just goes away. So it's just like this was cool for right now, but not like cool enough to live on my page where if someone <laughs> was to,
0: but I, I also find too like, cause I'm using Instagram stories like all the time is that like some of the stuff I'm putting out in the stories. I'm like, man, that's actually cooler than the stuff I'm putting in my timeline.
1: Well, for sure. But I, but, but you also need to grab people and put them on your timeline. Yeah. I also, I, I've been, I've actually the last few days have become super frustrated with the people that are that like, you just, you can't even hit it enough times to get through their story because I have too many. Too fucking many.
0: All right, yeah. Anthony, what's yours?
2: I don't want to be a copycat, but I was. Yeah, I was no, actually going to go right to Instagram stories yeah. too, and and I think the reason that I love Instagram stories is because. The timeline, like you were talking about, I often think that the stories are more interesting than what's on my Instagram page, if you want to call of it course, that. Of course, like too. you
1: ask things like you like this, you don't, yeah, like hashtag yeah. it. I hashtag but, love all the time because of you,
2: but but I feel like it's uh, the story is or the timeline is this is who I am, the right story for right is now. this is what I do, right? Right, yeah, um, but I can never be funny enough on there. I try, I, I think trying is the the cardinal, on I Instagram can never story be funny on Instagram. Yeah. There are some people, if you watch their stories. They're very entertaining, mm-hmm. right? Or mm-hmm. they're super motivating, or whatever right. it is. And I just uh, find that mine are super benign.
1: Yeah, I'm over I'm the. Like I'm over the bummed. motivating people. Like, I'm sorry.
0: Really, Nicole yeah. doesn't want to be motivated.
1: No, I love being motivated, but by the right people. Right. Like, don't all of a sudden like drop like a Monday motivation just because like you think that you're gonna like motivate somebody. Right. Who are you
0: motivating? Me or you? Right? <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I mean, Instagram stories is. You know what's interesting, actually, about it is they it's. Snapchat You know what I mean? Like Instagram Stolen. stories Is a Snapchat feature it, So that's how quickly Things can change Like everybody's like Oh man Instagram stories Is my What phone is that? That's mine That's your phone Dude <laughs> I Do don't want to get it? You're just going to keep I, Letting it go? I asked go? Sam He told me no Oh it's like in the It's, it's in, the, other in room. the office He always oh,
1: okay.
2: asks Sam Before yes, he answers the phone Yes go get it
0: done That's ridiculous know. That that it's like <gasps> Come
1: on what, no, what, Making all those there, noises Well is there a voicemail? I feel like I should have Picked up by now That's my alarm well,
0: oh. and also, if
1: that you was a customer calling,
2: what are you
0: actually answer? supposed to be doing? Yeah, right now. That's your reminder to, it's so time you time to go home. So your wife knows who you are.
1: It's
3: Friday. I have to punch out. Punch out. I have to punch out. Did you do it? I did not. Okay. I never punch in or out. I fixed it. I Guaranteed fix it. rate. Guaranteed rate affinity. <laughs> He's
0: on the overtime <laughs> clock. I'm overtimeing it. G rate affinity. No, but that's how quickly things can change. Like that was a Snapchat feature. And then, boom, the last year it's been everybody's favorite thing but they associate it with Instagram like they jacked it up took it implemented it mm-hmm. and people don't even remember that that's Snapchat
1: well I have to argue a little bit there because I feel like it's, it's a demographic
0: yeah there's an age divide yeah that absolutely. people weren't even on Snapchat yeah
1: like I was never even on Me Snapchat either. and you were like Nicole Nicole get on Snapchat and then all of a sudden Instagram stories come out. you're like never mind you're cool never mind you're good now you're cool yeah yeah yeah
3: what about you Don Facebook live Facebook live Facebook live videos I I I just like the videos you're authentic it's real you can't there's no messing around it's just happening so I love I love Facebook live I'm really not good on Instagram I just got on there and I'm really terrible at it and in all honesty I don't even know how to put up an Instagram story
1: awesome it's yeah. good. But I do feel like well, if we, if we were talking that. about I'm, most effective in my business, like Insta- our Facebook Live is definitely the most effective. Yeah. But I feel like what I'm enjoying the most, because that was the question, was Instagram stories. But I agree with you. I love Facebook Live. It's like the most effective thing ever.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, to not agree with those guys and, and just go with the obvious Instagram Stories. that's probably what I'm using the most, I would say IGTV is really fascinating to I'm me. I'm
1: pick-upping there.
0: No, because now that they've put it into the preview of the timeline.
1: Yeah, you're swiping up a lot?
0: No, no, no. The IGTV becomes a preview in the timeline. Right. In the profile. But then
1: you have to swipe up to like see the rest of the video. You just finish so, watching. No, right? you just hit yeah. the keep
0: watching. It, you I know, know. If you're in the timeline, just hit the little keep no. watching and you can watch yeah. the rest. Yeah, no. And I'm, I'm just, what I'm fascinated about is it literally, whatever you were getting on views organically, about 2 months ago it has 10 x or even 20 x just by having that preview in your timeline because Instagram is pushing that up in the newsfeed because mm-hmm. obviously they do not want IGTV to fail like right. that is that is another sniper move like uh, you know another missile launched at YouTube for Facebook right? right like they've got Facebook what did they ever end up calling that Facebook TV Facebook yeah. Watch
1: yeah, I guess it was Watch. Like
0: Facebook Watch was supposed to be like the direct competitor Ooh, to YouTube. But that's
1: where we saw What's-His-Name. We loved that.
0: What? The oh, guy. Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah, that was good stuff. <laughs> um, they've got the Facebook Watch, but IGTV, they, I, don't, I, I think Facebook, like they're unsure which one could, would, win, but they know for sure they need like a competitor to YouTube because YouTube's a beast. Uh, you know, really, if I were to say like, here's an interesting question. If you could only have one of these – Let's go YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. You know, all of them. Just mm-hmm. put them all in the same pile. Like, yeah. what one could you not live without? Like, for me, like, I could not live without YouTube. I like, can't, if I had to pick,
1: I can't live without Facebook. Over YouTube. Uh, I don't. I don't have much of a YouTube no. follower. I mean, no, I, no I'm not. I'm my, not talking about
0: like. Your presence oh, of like in a con- you in a consumption like Googling? like like, like you pure consume. Oh my goodness! I learned how to yeah. change
1: like out a toilet on YouTube. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like I, I, my kids. If like I'm at a restaurant and they want to watch like something, I go into YouTube. Yeah, it's kind of true. It's hands from, from, down a from a consuming standpoint. From a consuming standpoint, one hundred percent. Although I really do enjoy my Facebook like throughout my day, like if I'm if I'm just like doing board stuff or like i'm stuck mm. at a light like i'll click facebook i'll click instagram like i like to see what everybody's up to you know
0: how you get that little uh, update on your phone on like sundays that says this is your screen time for the week
1: oh my god i don't you actually have that uh-uh yeah. off, i, don't, I off, don't have that i'd love to off, see nicole's off, uh, facebook off screen time off. What, what's I think crazy i can actually look at it right now I, 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 on my settings on my phone but i don't even want to know
2: there's a there's a a line that's being blurred now with enterprise and consumer based platforms where now you're starting to see that YouTube you mentioned if there's something you want to learn you go to YouTube right mm-hmm. and they may commercialize in that space at some point and they'd be pretty disruptive you look at Facebook and IGTV and any of those platforms that were for the purposes of social networking or social connection and now they're becoming content platforms and is it a shot over the bow at something like Netflix like the 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 way that these lines are being blurred and these organizations are able to be disruptive in a number of different spaces it's going to be interesting to see the way that it plays out um i know one thing i don't consume much outside of my phone these days i find that i'm even even when i watch movies or anything no, everything is on my it. phone it's insane you oh my
1: what? kids are watching movies on ipods i'm like dude you got netflix on the television is the right there why are you not watching netflix on the on the like it's a bigger screen he's yeah. like i just want to be on my iPod. pod i'm like are you nuts he's
0: <laughs> got kids you've got kids yeah i have one daughter it's amazing to me she's just over two years old yeah we have an ipad give her the ipad it's got youtube kids on it but she will not. She doesn't want to watch it on the iPad. She wants to watch it on the phone, like it's more manageable for her. Mm. She just, she's just so good at like red buttoning people when they call. Red buttoning. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like I know, like if I call my wife's phone and it goes directly to voicemail, and like if I were to call it again, and it does the same thing. Stella's I know Stella on. is just like swiping like no, declining. I'm watching get out, a video, right? Out, yeah like she wants the phone over the ipad like literally i'm like so like distraught because i'm like oh well it's so
1: well but what's so funny though is if we look at like us like we're too i
0: bought an ipad that's like we're looking that makes me sound like it it does but you but
1: that's that's your that's that's your that's how you roll like, you look at us, so like, and we're like, we need a 60-inch TV. We need, and it's it's super well, interesting. got to watch Tiger. Look at him go. Yeah, I, it's a strut. He's strutting. He's strutting down that he's green. Strutting. Oh, he's walking he's hard walking. right
2: now. He definitely is. That's, he
1: he that's must a be strut. playing well. That's a strut. That's a strut. Look, and everyone's staring at him. Like, that's embarrassing we're, right we're now. We're all staring happening. at him. He's evolving. He has yeah. to do it. So, uh, but it's very interesting because we're all big, 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 big. Um, my kids love their iPod. Like they, they 100%. What but is they're an iPod? Also, but they're also...
0: Your iPad?
1: No, an iPod. Like an iPod is like a phone. They just don't... They're not able to Your call. Your kids are the only
0: people that have iPods still.
1: They don't... But they're not allowed Nobody to
0: Nobody has iPods. They're keeping yes. it old school. I they had don't, one of they those, don't make like phone calls. 15 years ago. They
1: don't make phone calls. But they don't... My kid is eight. Like he does is, not... Who is he calling?
0: My point is... So, so you. You oh, you're doing it because the data plan is a Ooh, lot cheaper. Who the cheap. yeah, flip yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: does he need to call? He
0: can't red sweat. Well, That's a, like a, you don't
2: have to. You get to use
1: calls. it. You get to use yeah. it on Wi-Fi. Yes, you're using Wi-Fi only.
2: I made the mistake of giving my ten-year-old a phone, and he can call, and he'll call me. I'll I'll be at the gym, and he just calls me. And says, I'm hungry, Dad. I'm hungry. Don't uh, see, give them a phone number. It's see, so my, my
1: my 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 um my twelve-year-old does have a phone, and I love it because like, can you tell your brother to get his cleats on, please? <laughs> 'Cause I'm not home. <laughs> <laughs> There's Perfect. some positives.
0: When you're running late, which is always never. Right? Mm-hmm. Always. Dude, is this place beautiful or what? It Have any of you guys been? Where to are Augusto? we? oh Ooh, did you
1: watch I visited the... wait visited... Wait did the you guys you this watch this city of the city pa- of the
0: crazy security. You
2: were there, the like, yeah, trying, get... trying to get in. It yeah, was you the city of the city of the city of the the
1: the first time women ever were able to play there on a tournament. I watched that. Hello. are you
3: it was a women's oh. amateur tournament. Yes. Recently. First ever. Last, last they've, the weekend. They've
1: never allowed women ever to play on that course. Hmm. Oh they only played on Sunday. Right? No, no, I, I, knew, I knew there was
0: some, some weird stuff going on there. Some with the weird membership. stuff. Yeah. W-
1: women are weird.
0: No, like weird rules like that. Meeting.
1: They had their first ever. Right. Well, oh.
0: you know, there's certain <laughs> things guys can't do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna win that battle. For no sure.
1: There's no. and you don't wanna do this, them. This, this place is ma-
0: like just magnificent looking though. Like insane. I had a friend that went, I think, two years ago to the Masters. He's like, dude, it's gotta go on your bucket list.
2: The thing that shocked me was the town around it is not nice.
0: Really?
3: Yeah. It's actually pretty rundown. I
1: actually heard that this is better than the bu- like than, than what you hear.
3: I had a closing.
1: Like, you'll hear how fabulous it is, but when you go, you're like, oh, my. You know, like, sometimes when you no, hear he how great things are, and you're away. like, and that movie sucked because yeah. I thought it was so great. I heard that this is even better you're, than what you think it's going to be.
0: The landscape, like, a like Tyler, our friend Tyler, who owns Taurus and uh, oh, Landscaper, yeah. right? Like, name drop. Name drop. There you go. Nobody knows, but maybe we could link him up or something. Huh, It'd that's be nice of nice to you. Tyler, yeah. Um, like, somebody like that would, like, go there and be like, this is ridiculous. Re- the amount of money, because like everything, this before this weekend, before the Masters, they just put in so. Look, much he's still
1: not made to the bridge yet. We've been watching him walk to the bridge for the last five minutes.
3: I would love to just stroll up and down that bridge for, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Mm. It's a it's a solid strut. I oh, yeah. I had a closing last week, and the the gentleman that um, closed on the house was wearing apparently uh, it was apparent he golfed. He was wearing you know a golf hat, mm-hmm. so just striking up conversation. And his wife said, I bought him tickets to Augusta so he can go to the Masters. That's how I got this. Then she pointed to her ring. But I did ask him. smart lady. Smart. Smart lady. I I did tell her that I was smart. She's like, Mm -hmm. most people are buying sunglasses for their their boyfriend. I got him tickets to the Masters. I got engaged. So he said that it is in person better and more beautiful than it is on TV. And it looks fake. It doesn't look real. Mm -mm. Nicole, that's
2: like the LinkedIn event. It yeah. was better than you would yeah. thought. Oh it, my god, It was yeah. better than next time when you sounds. go. Yeah, you are inviting me? Unreal.
3: Yeah.
0: Are you going to invite her?
2: I can't make any promises here on the podcast. So we're going to have <laughs> <'Cause after. it, laughs> Yeah. The disclaimer is that we can't guarantee nor not guarantee anything. Oh, it in sounds the like future. guarantee
1: rate, right? everyone. It's just all just, it's, it's just a bunch of it's just it's all a racket.
2: Good hmm. thing you're at guaranteed
3: rate affinity that. Affinity guaranteed just, rate affinity. <laughs>
1: just a, Wow, dude! G
3: rate affinity got a lot of Not only though, if you can (laughs) podcast already, if you get the invite, do know that you get a express pass up to the top of the Empire State Building.
2: Well, if we can get it reserved that day, but I I think we can maybe make that happen. My Starbucks on floor one of the there is a Starbucks on floor one. Everybody gets that, but they do deliver if you have the app. You can they'll bring it up up to the whatever floor you're on. If you have a big enough order, they will. I usually walk down because, you know, when you you know when you work a. Desk job Like most of us do You, you can, want to get out You, you count your steps And
0: there's certain days
2: You,
3: you take get Do you count your steps So Nicole you
1: take
2: Anthony, Anthony, 11 steps He
0: lives in You live in Wallingford <laughs> I do Anthony lives in Wallingford 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 Wallingford, Wallingford. Wallingford. It's, like, it's, like Wallingford. Real, it's
1: like real tour And, and
0: he uh, <laughs> You'll commute what Two or three days into I city? usually go in on
2: Mondays uh, I'll stay in Tuesdays sometimes mm-hmm. But then uh, I've got the three little ones So I get home On, uh, rest on the week. rest of the week Work from home And then my team Is anywhere from like Maine to Florida So I'll, I'll get out with them too oh nice Hmm. how many how many people you said there was like eleven
0: hundred in LinkedIn
2: there's eleven hundred at the New York office give or take and then there's I think between 12 and 14 thousand it's moving up all the time how many people are,
0: are doing that type of commute that you're doing where they're there like two days and somewhere else most of the week like how like, is that a real big part of the culture right now in corporate America where people are there half the week, two days of, of the week? In
2: corporate, in corporate America, I believe it's, it's a big shift towards the, the balance of working from home and working from an office because you want to have that connectivity with coworkers and collaboration with peers, but you also want to be able to get stuff done. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the biggest thing. I think when I'm home, I actually have less ADD and get things done. It's um, so
0: interesting, really? isn't it? Like, like people at home? Yeah. yeah. Like this is what's interesting yeah. to me. Like so many people are like, huh. I need to have my days at home to like get shit done. But for mean? sure
1: Like laundry? Like laundry. Yeah, right.
0: Like for sure. That's not for everybody either. Nope. Like, you know, I don't know that it's it's the best thing for people to be a hundred percent. You well, love being home,
1: don't you? Home. you?
0: Yeah, I'm home so often
1: so often
0: truth yeah. is man I, so I
2: used to work from home hundred percent at one point yeah I'm sorry? tell me about tell me about this well oh let me God. tell you what happened so I a, worked
1: hundred percent at home too
2: there's a sequence that you go through horrible. and it's not an attractive kind one. Of work. um, so <laughs> working for, that was working a different kind of work
1: totally different yeah. kind of work it was horrible I ran so fast the
2: first so when I switched from being in an office for eight or ten years and then went to being hundred percent from the house you you start off you dress for work for like the first six weeks you throw on the same stuff you would wear to work and then you go house. in your little office you do
1: because I feel like the first six weeks you're like program. you know what this is flipping awesome I'm oh just gonna God. wear yeah. sweatpants yeah. and yeah. then by six weeks you're like you know what the sweatpants thing's not working you I now there. need it, to take a shower and put on clothes it's the you reverse get there. Yes. I would it's have thought reverse. it would have been the reverse it's the re- no you, you, it's the reverse of what you, you just said very interesting Because oh, yeah. so, I think that you just would do sweatpants like I'm working from home you get you get there eventually you get there you
3: get to a point sometimes where you may not four o'clock may roll around and you're like, I didn't brush my teeth yet. I know, but I can't. Yeah, I, then but you start I, to feel weird. But then you're but like, I got to get out of But I got to I can't, I I can't get back work
1: unless I brush my yeah. teeth. Like, I can't work unless I'm dressed. Oh,
3: I got to
0: brush teeth. Yeah, I'll first... leave
1: and drop my kids off to school. Like, sometimes if I'm really late, like, I'll have sweatpants on. And I literally, like, I have to go back home and put on, like, I can't even start thinking about work until I'm, like, ready.
2: First six weeks was that. Then you get to, like, month two month three then you start going business up top workout clothes on the bottom because you might have some video calls then you get about six months in and it's the shirt's still good from yesterday i feel pretty solid about it and then you look like you've been captured in a in a hideout about eight months later you're not shaved yeah things get really quirky yeah
1: so you're just like hanging out with you
2: yeah and then you need to go into the office once in a while that's where the the, the blend having
0: both is really cool yeah, and you think it's super productive having the blend for you? For me, it's best. It's yeah. been it's been super productive. What about you? You're in an office, what half the time?
3: No, probably about well, in the office maybe about half the time. But I I do like a, a work from home one day a week, so I can just head down, no interruptions, get my stuff done. Hmm. Are you guys always on the run
2: in
0: the office? What do you do? I'm never working from like late at night work from home.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You
0: know. You know, if I'm there for the night, I'll, I'll work. I have my office in my closet, which sounds a little weird, but it's a big closet. It so is a big closet. Very, it's got to be a big closet. It's very big. It's
1: a
2: big um, closet. He actually, when you ask someone to step in your office, that's got to be weird. Though. No, he actually,
1: he had a showing at his house today, and he wouldn't. He only showed up because he didn't want them in his closet. I didn't closet. want them
0: in my closet. I have I have my... I have my uh, vision board. Vision board. He has the money once in his yeah. vision
1: board. Yeah.
0: So, well, they I there, don't there was ever an, there was, work so from home. Where I'm living... Uh, Gorgeous place. Beautiful spot, right? But the Wait, agent what are you, what there are you was another about? agent bringing a buyer into oh. the you know, I'm renting you're, you're, this condo. Your
1: your beautiful spot. Yeah.
0: It's hmm. gorgeous. Gorgeous. I love the spot. well, I love the location. I, location. Mean, I the mm-hmm. some of the finishes I probably wouldn't have done. Anyway. But anyway, so the buyers got their own agent, right? And so I was just nice enough to like
1: let them a little into your situation,
0: home. let them in. They were thinking about buying it and um but I literally showed up just so that this other agent wouldn't see my vision board, you know?
2: Because it's very specific. You got to protect the house, right?
0: Well, it's very specific to like, let's take the fuck over in real estate, right? And so I, I don't necessarily want
3: so other agents to see I don't think, she, I don't think she would ever know. You do were there you, to protect no. your office. Yeah.
1: <laughs> do, you, do, you,
0: do you, Do
2: you? when you when you see them coming in and there's an agent showing the place, do you say this to is, them, are you call
3: this a
0: showing? This, this can, is that's the cute. only showing that we've ever had in... in the it's probably
1: actually what's funny is probably the only showing that byron has ever showed up to (laughs) without a buyer (laughs) he doesn't ever it was an
0: awkward situation he doesn't
1: ever show up for listings on his end well that's not true you do sometimes that is not true yeah but you it was very specific like we
0: just had one where i showed up and and that one happens to be now under contract
1: which one is that
0: fair street oh
1: that was like the ninth showing you're like meh Yeah. I'm not downplaying what it is that you're doing, but you were very motivated at getting home for the showing I this was. afternoon. I was mm-hmm. I was motivated. You were motivated. No.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I gotta see a screenshot of this vision board. I'll send it to you. Okay. I'll send you the whole thing. Thank I don't you. mind doing
2: that.
3: Yeah. We're not just other, so it's yeah. perfect. I don't
1: even yeah. think the other agent would have <laughs> known what it was that she was looking at. I'm not gonna no. lie. She,
3: she might have thought it was like your kid's closet. Like never
1: she never would have known. <laughs> I've heard
0: a lot about her and never I've never done a deal with her. Anymore.
1: No, she does a lot of reload. She's all yeah. reload because um, where she where she works used to be um, Prudential. So there's a lot of the she reload. Was classic. Well, yeah, absolutely. Her. Super she, classic. And, and, and you love those agents too. And I don't, maybe I'll just stop. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
3: So you said that you never work from home. So you've never had those days where you're getting ready to leave or you're just up and about maybe getting ready to eat breakfast and then your phone rings. Don, we and do a 7 a.m.
0: team call every day, Monday through Friday.
1: So, no excuses. So I, right. so but I, that's so
0: you're Paul. at least up for that.
3: Right. So, but you get that phone call and then you're on the phone. Then, next thing you know, you're on your computer. And before you know no. it, it's like two. So, and you're I, all, I, have, like,
1: I have three children. Well, you've myself. been on the phone
3: and, and yeah. on your computer all day. So, all I have, morning. I've
1: got, I've got three children myself. So, um, I'm on the 7 a.m. call. I try, my goal is to always be in the shower and get out before the 7 a.m. call because by 7.30 I have to have a lunch and someone on the bus and then by 8.25 I have to have two more lunches and two more people on the bus. So it actually takes me, as sad as it may say, like almost an hour and a half to get ready because it's showering, getting another person up and out because I refuse to drive anybody to school. So um, it takes me probably an hour and a half to get ready. So yes, once everyone is out of the house, do I not have my makeup on? Probably. But um, I'm always like at least shower dressed because I have so many intervals of my morning where if I needed to go on a showing because someone's like, hey, Nicole, like you forgot about the showing. Can I go? Of course, at nine, I can 100% be there. Again, I may not have like mascara on, but I'm always and, up. I'm moving because it's just, it's just part of my progression at this point. Like I know that I need to hit certain milestones.
0: Well, with us, we're, we're in so many different places. Well, that's you know, the like biggest every, thing one too. day it could be like, you've got your routine down. Monday, Tuesday, yeah. you're in New York. Rest of the week, you're working from your home office. Then the next week you're back into New York. You know, you're back, you're doing your thing. Yep. Where literally, you know, we could be. I mean, I've got a pretty decent routine where I'm going to be in the office mm-hmm. from, you know, the start of my day until noon, 1 o'clock, and then I'm on appointments. But when I'm on appointments, it could literally be one of five counties in this state, right? Or it could be, like, literally have to go over to Rhode Island once in a while. That, that's random. But
1: you're also really good, though, about your morning routine. Where my like morning
0: the, routine's Well, With
1: what you're saying, like, I do. There's times where I'm up at 5. And I'm still lying in my bed at 7 because I'm replying to emails or right. saying things where he does not even respond to anything until his morning routine is over, which is usually yeah. at 7.30. At 7,
0: 7.30, I'll start replying.
1: So, yes, I am working, but I also know that by 7, I better get my ass in the shower because I got a daughter that needs to be on the bus by 7.30. And if I'm not in the shower before like she gets on the bus... Like, then my son's early, like, and I'm not in the office as early as he is. I'm certainly working. I mean, I'm blow-drying my hair and, like, my my tech, like, I wish that I was better, I was cool. better organized where I'm not bringing my phone into, the, like, the bathroom, because I could probably get out of my bathroom in, like, 15 minutes instead of 50, because I'm responding to shit, you know?
0: Well, Nicole has a different situation, three kids, like, it's actually more impressive, right, to, like get around to school and like still like reply and like do all this crazy you know like that's like i would to me if i had to get three kids to school i'd be shot by you know eight nine o'clock like i'd be like okay now i need a nap i, like, I agree forget with that. about like actually getting right into my day like now i'm ready to I, just lay down huh? i have a hard
3: time
2: walking that's my finally over <laughs> yeah i'm in well, the okay. same boat as you i'm a single dad three kids so yeah. half the week they're
0: with me yeah, that's, dude,
2: yeah it's that's probably it why changes my, things. And it's that's probably why my
1: <laughs> husband leaves for work at like six thirty before anybody wakes <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, I don't even know that out. I don't even know that he's actually going to work. He's just like, I'm out of here. Well, Brian's he's like, like okay, He's probably gotta, sleeping at the gym. I gotta start at like seven <laughs>
0: thirty, but I gotta leave at like six. <laughs> School's like ten minutes away, but yeah, I gotta leave now.
1: Yeah. That's so, a smart like, move. yeah. So, why not? I mean, I'm working. I so I'm with you. Yes, I am working, but in the back of my mind, I know that like I have to sort of like hit some sort of like milestones so that by nine because again like Byron like on Mondays like you liked me to be a Niantic by 10 so if I'm not ready to go by nine like God forbid anything like someone forgets a lunch or like if anything throws me up there's not even enough time for me to shower and get there so I like I have to at least have myself prepared for 9 so that if I have to pick up, like, a deposit check or I have to drop something off in the office in Guilford, like, I have to accomplish something before, like, my 10 o'clock, like, standing appointment. Like, that's really my only time to do it. There's no time for me to dry my hair. There's no time for me to put my makeup on. There's no time for me to be hungover. Like, that happened at 6.
0: Here's... It just kind of came to me here, and it could bring our whole conversation a little bit full circle because for whatever reason, we started just like really jamming. I don't even know what we're talking about, but it's Well, we started really jamming (laughs) about the like social platforms and all that kind of stuff. Do you think that all of this, not only just social platforms, but just all this tech that we have, all this apps that we have, because we're talking about like life right now, right? right? Does it make your life, and we'll just go round, round the robin here, does it make your life more productive? All this stuff that we have that is massive, like the four of us sitting here all remember having a house phone. We all remember having a beeper. Like we remember those days where there's certainly millennials today that did not grow up with that, do right. not remember that. Are you more productive today because of all this? Or do you have more destruct, uh, distractions today because of this?
3: I, I think both more productive because you can do more on the go, right? You don't have to be in an office in front of a computer to get what you need done, right? Or sitting on a, a landline. You can be you can multitask. You can be talking to someone and working while you're talking to that person on speakerphone or Bluetooth. I can't Bluetooth. multitask. terrible at multitasking. And and you can work from anywhere, right? So you can literally be anywhere And I was joking earlier that, you know, everyone says, oh, happy Friday. I'm like, Friday in my world is like just the beginning of work. Like I work all weekend. Yeah. So, but I'm not working all weekend, right? I'm still enjoying and doing things on the weekend. But if someone calls me or somebody needs something, I can work from my phone. And I can, technology has come so far that in my world, I can, I can give a client. You enjoy that though? And do I enjoy it? No. I'm. I do enjoy helping my clients. Of course, I'm not saying that working with customers. But you enjoy
1: on a Saturday like having to check like your phone at least thirty five million times?
3: I I do and I don't because I check it so much and if it's if I don't have activity then I'm upset, right? Right. And if I do, I I you're am enjoying upset. it. You start checking it. <laughs> and again, if I like, do, is this thing working? Right. I am upset. You're By like you're, you're, you're trying to
1: refresh your email because you're like yeah. there hasn't been an email in three hours. But it does make
0: you. Why is the Wi-Fi on in here? It
3: makes yeah. you non-productive while you're
0: watching like YouTube on TV. So like the Wi-Fi
3: is right. clearly working, but you're like this can't be. Like, it's a great. It's a great,
1: today, it's a great question. Today
3: I was watching the Masters on my phone. I'm like I'm not doing anything. I'm watching golf right now on my phone. Or like you said, you go in the bathroom. You do like instead of five minutes, it's twenty-five minutes. Your feet are numb. You can't even walk. You could right. all, all I did was stalk like, people on Facebook. Like literally all of a sudden, like sometimes like I'll be on my phone,
0: I don't even know how I got to the place I got right. to. Right.
1: Well, yeah. Looking for the end of the end. Yeah. Remember when we remember when we yeah. remember when you and I found out about um the uh, chicks in the office. Yeah. Oh my no, God. You found out about chicks in and the then office, said And then I sent it to you, and you're like, I fell into like their rabbit hole. Like, yeah.
0: She sent, do you know chicks in the office? No. Uh, oh,
1: they're through Barstool Sports. Barstool. Oh my God, amazing. These
0: two they chicks were days. are out of control. It's
1: actually, but it's great that we found them because we resembled the racket. Sort we of took after some stuff them. out of the Yeah, out we of tried. The, you know, they're yeah. way funnier. Way funnier. Nicole
0: probably could hang with them. I could not. They would chew me up, but they're pretty witty.
1: It's fun. They're yeah. fun. But anyway.
0: What about you, Anthony? You think you're more productive with all this
2: tech or less? I think I'm more free. So I get to make decisions about where work gets done. And that's the part that I think makes me feel good. I, the other part that I'm really conscious of is that, like any luxury, if you're not careful about how much you use it, the line becomes blurred between who's the user and who's being used, right? Like you think you're using the phone. Your data is being collected. Your usage is being tracked everything that you do is, is feeding some sort of useful platform that will then spit data about behavior back to us. Correct. But are you using the phone or is the phone using you, right? Like that's the biggest thing. So I think knowing where to say no has become the best skill of my career, whereas 15 years ago, knowing what to say yes to is probably well, the
0: Well, I actually I think we're on the same line because my answer, I think, is going to be the same as your answer. I'm just going to word it a little bit differently. It, I'm definitely more productive when I time block. Right. So yeah. so my morning routine to Nicole's mm-hmm. point, like, yeah, I'm not gonna start, you know, replying to people until seven, about seven fifteen after we get off the seven AM call, because I'm gonna protect from, you know, quarter of five until seven AM. I'm gonna do the things that I do for me in my morning routine. And when I'm that disciplined one hundred percent, this helps me be more productive, get more done. But when I don't like when I don't say okay this hour I'm gonna clean up my inbox, great super productive I get a ton done like I chunk it get it all done like go back to in- inbox zero whatever it is. But when I'm reactionary all day and I'm cleaning up email, that's where I start to feel like my battery my like internal battery is just draining rapidly. I'm not actually getting anything done. I'm just in reaction mode. I'm overthinking everything but when i take these you know when i say okay i'm going to have a half hour right now of going through my instagram seeing what's happening going through my dms going through my comments going through like whoever else i want to consume and engage with and whatever i get the most done that way right? for you for you that's for me right. that's my answer is that yeah. kind of what you were yeah going i what, to? what's
2: scary is right we're talking about one facet of it but think about the whole personal side so you put work aside for a minute i'm of the age group now where a lot of people are getting divorced right so people spend time on the dating applications. You can do ten years worth of dating in six months. Oh, are months. you saying you're on the dating application? Yeah, I ten was. Years. I was. But you can do ten left? years you worth of dating in right? six months. Yeah. I my thumb started to get uh, carpal tunnel. Like, right. It was awful. That's what's
0: interesting because like you would have to like go on two dates probably. I was never really now in Now you can you can qualify people out
2: before you ever meet them. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh my God. Like you can be very productive on that on those things. I this didn't mean to take slight. it there, but I'm just saying like personal yeah. per- versus professional. There's use. Use cases in both places because you don't have to go out. Well, I think, but mm. I,
1: but I, but I, I think, but it, but I think I also feel like, um, even if you're not going through a divorce, I think that, um, with texts, because I feel like, so I actually, I'm going to say this, but maybe cause I don't, I don't block my times. I feel as though I'm more productive being reactive Right. So if you text me, I'm going to text you back because, like, I got to check the box because if I have to go back, I'm like, fudge, it's been two weeks. I forgot to go back to that text.
0: That's where, like, you have to be disciplined on time block every day because you're you're right. Yeah. Because I'm thinking about people that are very much like you, like um, Kenny. For example, is, I have is more to like you. react.
1: Like if you're texting me, I'm gonna. I have to respond to you because if I don't yeah. now, I never will. A I lot agree. of like, I
3: agree, hundred percent. Artist,
0: artist mindset. Which like Nicole's like an artist, right? Like she's very creative. She has lots of ideas, lots and lots of ideas. With a smile. Some of them are good. Some of them are great. And, wow uh, I uh, love you that. know, Thank an, you an artist mindset is, is somebody that's always going to be reactionary is going to be like, Whoa, what's that? What's that? Well, that's interesting over there. But if you like get in, yeah, it, yeah, but if you do have <laughs> the muscle to like be reactionary and get stuff done instantly and not, cause now is you're just, you're never overthinking anything. You're never overanalyzing all this stuff you are just literally to your point checking box after box after people are like,
3: dude, she's
1: the, a machine The only thing I feel like that's not efficient though is like my time. Like my weekends, like if someone's like, what are you doing this weekend? It's so, like I can't even plan anything over my weekend because I, I like, in my mind, yeah. things are going to be happening like every moment that like I can't even plan anything for the weekend because I'm planning for the fact that I'm going to be reacting all weekend. And the
0: reason I don't So like, it's chaos. The reason I but, don't like to get into that reactionary standpoint, and I like to like chunk out my time the most I can be because I will give somebody an answer where I'm like, this conversation's done. Right, right. Like, here's the answer, conversation's done. And then it comes back. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to, one more time, I give him one more answer, right?
1: Oh, it's, f- yeah. I, it's funny. I get, it's I get. I'll get a text and sometimes coming, like, Nicole, are you com- mad at me? Like you didn't respond, and I'm like, no, thank you so much for responding again because I f- actually didn't respond to you the first time and I forgot. Like, so glad that you asked if I was mad at you. Some something
2: that's <laughs> I'm not, not you. Mad at no, you. <laughs> I'm, not asking. I'm just saying if
1: I don't respond right away, people are like, yeah. Nicole, are you mad? Like, you didn't respond right you're away so... because I didn't respond right away. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I,
2: I even, I even look for now like what you two are talking about with blocking out versus not blocking out when hiring people. I, I ask for that. Like, like, what do you prefer?
1: Sure.
2: So I, I've I've developed a belief that Because we are
1: extremely different. Both
2: are good, but there's creators and there's achievers. Right. Achievers want to outbox things. They feel good finishing things. Right. And that's good. You want achievers on your team.
1: Right.
2: And creators want to actually uh, eliminate nuisance. They'll they'll figure out what to ignore very quickly so that they can go away and create some sort of so value. So what's Byron? Is he he's an achiever? a creator. Achiever he's, he's, a creator. A, he's a creator.
1: Huh. Yeah. So I'm an achiever.
2: You're an achiever, which is a good thing, hmm. right? Like there's nothing wrong with either of them, but I look for it. Like for, for instance, we have, we have enterprise sales roles and we have support roles. You want achievers in your, in your support roles in the cross-functional teams that like make things go. Project work. Go, yes. Anything else?
1: Byron's a, Byron's a goer. Your
2: creators, you want actually at the forefront running strategy. Right. They may not execute on it. Other mm-hmm. people execute on the strategy, but oh, they design bad. it.
1: You execute. Byron yeah. executes. I come up with the ideas and Byron executes. Okay.
0: That is true, too.
1: Yeah. He's like, it's, Nicole, stop with the ideas. We, <laughs> I'm tired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nicole will have a lot of ideas, sometimes the same ideas sometimes. over and over again mm-hmm. until they actually, i happens with them. But
1: I have to say, though, that being like with somebody that's not the same as you has been extremely helpful for Absolutely. me. Yeah. Cause now it's like, I have an idea and instead of me sending the idea out, like I now know exactly what he's going to say in response. So it's now like, Hey, Hey, like sometimes it's Jill who does like our marketing. Like I need this, this and this because like I, I, my idea is this, this and this instead of like, Hey guys, like what do you think of this? Cool. Like talk <laughs> to you guys in five hours, you know, like, but now it's like, I, like I at least feel like, but I think a lot of it is also, um, like feeling confident in in your idea because I feel like when you have ideas like you're not necessarily putting it out there as an idea you're looking at you're putting it out there as an idea for people to like I love that idea so like you're almost looking for people to like say yes so that you can then execute on it not just like cool idea Nicole like what are you gonna do next you know so like I, again I, I think that there's a different a different personality behind each of those things too because i'm not saying that i can't execute i just need someone to like say great idea mm-hmm. and then i can like i'll pull it off i just need to make sure that like i'm not just stuck in my swirling head of like emotions for the last 48 and I, hours and, I don't like, and
0: the reason i don't love i don't, i wouldn't say i don't love ideas i don't love too many of them because then you're like Am I getting into a place right now where I'm starting too many projects? Right. Fewer,
2: fewer things done better. Right. 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 Am
0: I doing way too many things again? Am I starting to get into that right. place? You were saying something there and it made me just think of like we're growing pretty fast, right? And so one of the struggles you have with that and I'm I'm really interested because you said 11, 1200 people in the New York office in yeah. LinkedIn. How many people are in the Affinity office? Don not 1,100. Not 1,100. But Fair, probably... Listen, we have 17 people. So like, you like, have 17, you have 1,100. What's your In number? Connecticut? Yeah, I don't care. What is it, four? I don't, know, I don't 20, care. 20, 15. Okay. Great, so you're like us, right? I have a question, both of you guys. When you are... I mean, your growth is much different, but like, you know, us, at one point, your thing was two people, right? And mm-hmm. now you're 20, whatever. As you're growing... And people have, whether it's ideas or just general questions, right? Like, and they're like, whether it's an idea or a question, these things pop into people's head all day, all day. And they want to, to Nicole's point, get it out of their system. They want to ask somebody instantly, Mm -hmm. like, and get an answer instantly. Mm -hmm. Is there a protocol, like at LinkedIn, like where people have questions all day long, I'm assuming, do they just whenever they pop into their head are able to spurt them out do they have to write them down and send them into an email to somebody do they have to have a game plan before they go to somebody is there a time block where they can ask questions i'm just curious how linkedin will take feedback questions ideas from their employees or or maybe not you don't have to speak for linkedin obviously but like in your world and your experience there in the office like yeah. Is there any did structure you, around did that? Did you have a you follow up to that? Well,
1: the, the the I guess the only difference here is is that like we're talking about two very We're talking about a
0: small team compared to a big
1: I'm not even talking about a small team compared to a big team. I'm talking about like entrepreneurs, individual, yeah. like, cause like the people that we work with are running their own businesses. Mm-hmm. Like LinkedIn, those are
0: employees. Yeah. But I'm still, I still am curious. I
1: hear thing. you. There, there's a
2: macro micro shift even within big organizations. Right. So like my quota band, I've managed teams that run a 50 to $60 million business and I've run teams that have run like smaller business as well. And it's within the greater infrastructure of LinkedIn. But I think that it's, it's, uh, it's sort of individual to the, the leader, right? And I like to make space on my team meetings and you talked a couple of minutes ago about, you, you made reference to fewer things done better where like let's eliminate the noise and, and focus. And I try to do that as a leader by not loading my meetings with content, right? So like we're gonna go through a few different things. Like we're gonna do something that's gonna inform the team We're gonna do something that's gonna celebrate the team and we're gonna do something that's gonna drive collaboration with the team. That's my team Mm. meeting. So we might only have- How often are you doing those? Weekly. Once a week? Yeah, we might only have- Inform,
0: celebrate, and collaborate And collaborate, yeah.
2: And that collaboration could be learning, but we open up the back half of that meeting. My goal is that we'll have open space at the end of that meeting. To open it up for what else?
1: And it's like everybody coming to the office. This is it like a Zoom call? For You're my hanging t- out for what my are you
2: doing? team. For some teams, they're in the office, but for my team, like a lot of them are remote. Yeah. So it's all of us. Uh, I'll be in the office most Mondays,
1: weeks. midweek, end of yeah. the week. Mon- what is it? Mondays, Mondays. Yeah,
2: and I don't know if I love Mondays. Like you guys have I, team meetings. So what are you my, doing? so
1: Mondays and Fridays for me. I mean, we always do our, our meetings on Mondays, but my Mondays and my Fridays like are so crazy. Yeah, I, and I don't actually even really like midweek. I'd probably pick a Tuesday. Because, like, Monday is just, like, you're just catching up. What? Tuesday, you're like, all right, I got my shit together, and it's kind of boring. By yeah. mid my midweek, you're like, fuck, if I'm not working yet, I'm screwed, so I have to, like, motivate myself on Wednesday. And then by Friday, you're just, for us, it's just like you're getting ready for the weekend. Either yeah. you're, it's mayhem, or you're like, why is it so slow?
2: Yeah, I like Mondays for the sense that we can focus everybody on what we're going to accomplish week. that week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then celebrate what happened last week or pick up where we learned something or Right, so but, but you're
1: also working with like, and I'm not minimizing obviously what you do because you're doing an incredible thing over there, but like you're you. doing like employees. So like, because like to his point, like people have like, like questions about their business where I feel like, and I was an employee once where I'm like, yeah, you know what, this is in my company. I have a question, but like, I really don't care enough about Mm. like your business to actually ask the question Mm -hmm. because it's not really going to like change. It may change my job a little bit, but like, I'm not. It's just it doesn't have anything directly related to me because I'm still going to get my paycheck on Friday. Yeah. You know? So like your questions are going to be so different. Than I've, been, ours. I've been
2: on teams or led teams and been on teams where the the company culture didn't really connect people to it in a personal way. Right. The unique thing about our organization, and I don't say this as as like a braggadocio for the organization, I say it's what keeps me connected to it. Ooh, is you that, know that,
1: that, that that's like a that's like a Trump that's like a Trump word. You like that? What braggadocious. Is? Yeah. That was, I, it was very what, mean. It was that presidential. What does that mean? He does. He says braggadocious was that presidential it was presidential
2: um but because i was a member years before i ever joined the organization i feel a connection to the company that precedes my time there and will probably subsequently keep me connected after too so what we're doing is bigger than our day-to-day work
1: and i agree with you i just i think again it's and i love that that's how you feel because i feel like all employees should feel that way like you're if you're going to be putting in 40 hours a week you should be well in tune with like the bigger picture of what it is that you're trying to achieve but I feel like what's lot it of, like
2: for you guys, like in your business,
1: it's in constant. terms of like constant, yeah. like, Hey, G, should I wear the black blazer on a listing appointment or can I wear my jeans? And again, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually sort of like poking fun a little bit, but that's probably actually a real question because again, people are in this business again, especially in real estate. I feel like there's this preconceived notion of what realtor should be because all the people that have been in the business for so long want everyone to per- to, to, to assume that that's sort of how it's supposed to be so yeah I mean you get questions like that like sh- and, I, and I'll sometimes ask Byron too I, I'm just as guilty like is this like a meeting that like I need to like take off my ripped jeans even though like that's who I am or like yeah. so I feel like is this like <clears throat> a jean or a black pant meeting so <laughs> Um, And he's like, I don't understand your question. I'm like, never mind. But so like, but again, it could become it. It could be as like micro as that. Or it could be as macro as like. Should I like. It's, it's everything no, because you it's, really it's don't. It's very personal you,
2: in your business. It, cause it you is. don't
1: cause Because you don't know what's coming. Like, I still don't know what's coming tomorrow. I have no idea what. I, luckily, I've now, after 12 years, have the confidence to at least self-reflect and know that I have the answer. But when you're like a first, second, even third year in the business, you just don't even have the confidence to believe that you have the answer. So you're always and, wanting to ask a question. And in
0: real estate, people even new agents that are coming in, right? People that just went through the course 60 hours, people in general massively disrespect what the fuck is going on, mm-hmm. massively. Like absolutely no respect, disregard like the amount of work that it takes to actually be one of the agents that lasts over four years and yeah. keeps their license. Like Don, you know what the fuck I'm talking about, yep. because you're in it, right? Like yep. You're in the trenches, you're on the mortgage side people have absolutely no respect like business people think like oh well because i was in a business or because i was doing something else that was freelance or i was a personal or or a contractor doing something else that like i can come like there are so many layers to real estate the nuances like like there's so many different loan programs like if you're working with buyers or now if you're going to work with listings and and try to you know try to learn all the different nuances of like homes built in the eighties to the nineties to the early two thousands and like then the colonials and capes and like now somebody's asking you about commercial and then there's like a you know eighty acre piece of land but then there's like just a lot for one and you know like and then there's waterfront and there's flood zone and there's like like there are a lot of layers and people are like well I'm in real estate I can just do it all right like right literally I'm looking out the window right now at storage units like that's a different type of commercial beast than multifamily or you know, those are a little bit more similar but like retail or whatever like there's just so much to it
1: i think it also depends on what they're concentrating on like if they're concentrating on the check
0: then they're yeah
1: it's like uh, they're getting in it for the wrong reason but so
0: so people underestimate how much you need to say the first couple of years i'm in it to learn we just did a podcast with tom ferry i watched it Did you? I did. You have a fan over here, guys, and I appreciate that. (laughs) And so, like he, he nailed it. Like in the beginning, it's all about learn, learn, learn. Then learn, earn, learn, earn. Right? Like you're gonna start to earn, but it's all about coming into like an industry like real estate where you get sixty hours and get your license. You got to be around like a group of people that are willing to help you understand what's going on, where you're able to absorb all this information. It's a lot. Like, I just sat down with an agent today, and he's, like, so excited to get started. And he's got, like, all these questions. I'm, like, answered all the questions. Absolutely. Mm. But there is just so much day-to-day that you need yeah. to consume in the beginning. And it's very overwhelming you know, it's not...
1: And you can respect where it's coming from because you oh, actually absolutely. want all and the I've answers, but there. part of you were like, no, 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 you have to go through it. And you're like, oh, my God, people said that
3: you, to me. And you I have like, stop, it. tell and me. Yeah.
1: Like, I wanted to know the answers. Like, you're, don't tell me I have to live through it. But right? in the yeah.
3: business, you're right. You have to go through it. There are... You can give the answers, but until you experience it and you go right. through it numerous times, and,
0: and Don, we try you try never to, see it all. And we try to Ever. chunk Ever. it down. Never.
3: We try to chunk it down
0: where it's like, hey, let's just... Let's teach you how to fish from day one on expired listings, for example, right? And we try to chunk it down, but but people naturally want to okay, like I, I I know I'm only like ten percent of the way over here, but like now I want to start going and like figuring out this and that and like because you just like that to them makes them like the whole right it, it, it puts the well whole that's also where the lead together.
1: that's also where the lead is coming from so why right. turn down a lead too no you know? it's
0: it's it's yeah. crazy I,
2: I part of the love for entrepreneurship is is observing it and knowing it, whether you can do it or not like for instance i look at it as someone who's always been in corporate america and i'm like i just don't know if i have an idea that's original enough that i can get passionate about to really put my whole body and soul into it and you watch people fail in it, like the restaurant business is one you see yeah. all the time. Oh, because you sat in a bar stool for thirty years, you think you can own one? Oh, I feel like I feel like I do that all the time. And, and it's got to be yeah. the same way in any entrepreneurial Of course, I pursuit. mean, and you, and you know it right
1: away, especially Dude, when you've been in real estate long enough, like. And you listen to people's answers or like you see how they're responding. Like, you know, pretty quickly, like who's going to be like a rock star, you know, who's going to be like, okay, like we can actually move them into this position where it would benefit them and us. I mean, we're constantly moving people around knowing like we know exactly where they're going to land pretty much from day one.
0: But real estate more than like any industry is like this because people buy a home and they're like. Yeah, I went through the process. Yeah, like I've oh. done it. Like no, when I like that's when true. I bought my home, this was a super Byron. This was super unique, right? Like that's what they'll tell me. Like this was just a different situation. Like I was really there the whole way through with the my agent didn't even do anything, so I learned like everything. And it's like, dude, that's one deal, and it happened four years ago, by the way. Yeah, like fly JetBlue, want to be a pilot,
2: right? And it actually, yeah. And it,
1: yeah, right. And it actually sounded like a pretty easy deal, you know, like you didn't really have any hiccups,
2: right? So. Do you have to love it? Do you to have be to in love it, to be in it, real estate. Oh my estate, gosh! Be, yes. Do you have to yes. love it? One hundred percent.
0: Yeah.
1: So Byron doesn't like so. So Byron doesn't like home. What you do? But he loves what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Like Depends. he doesn't. He does. He can give two craps about your dining room, your kitchen, your living room, your bedroom. Is that true? Absolutely. So he doesn't.
3: You love the client experience. He love the client client loves client experience. I love the experience of it. He loves
1: the negotiating. He loves the win. He loves the kill. He loves to attack. Yeah.
2: Well, Don. Yeah. One of the things I see when, whenever you share, it's I don't always like. About the I, I like the house.
1: Experience. I like the dining room. You don't. Yeah.
3: Right. At, well, for me, it's client experience. them winning, absolutely. them getting t- through to the closing. Yeah. yeah. It's educating client experience. M- mortgage stuff is boring and mundane. It's it's, it's a loan.
0: Right. Well, like even houses, it's it's very
3: hard for me
0: to. I love working with sellers because I think if you can especially in our market right like if you can sell at top dollar it's a win mm-hmm. you know the sellers win like we can all rally behind that and, right. and really get excited it's difficult for me to get into a home that's super average and start to pretend like it's not right because like i'm such a like straightforward kind of guy mm-hmm. and like black and white and yeah. like you know, like I love it when I walk into a home, like a home and it's a super average home or whatever, right? You know, average price point, average home, like, you know. And the seller's just like, hey, listen, I know I don't have anything special here. Like, this is what I want to get done. This is how I want to do it. Like, show me how you can get that done, right? Like, and they're just very, like, black and white. Like, those are my kind of people. Like, let's roll. But when somebody's like, I just changed new carpets last year. Got to check these carpets out in the bedroom they're amazing carpets just <laughs> changed brand new by the way put a new furnace in too
1: or like I got I've, a new furnace hey here are my receipts for all of the walls that I've painted since yeah. I lived here I think, it, yeah. I think I've think i spent four almost four times yeah in the last 15 years I've painted the walls like for, it's worth $4,200 yeah. I was like and but I can't see layer one because it's
3: behind three other layers or it's
1: behind five layers of your kids handprints yeah. So yeah. yeah and
3: hopefully the fifth layer underneath was nicer than the layer that's. But showing. that was the most yeah. expensive one that they've got on the receipt how, there. How do you guys get? So listings, you can kind of coach your clients, right? Ish, yeah. The, ish hopefully. Yeah, yeah, you can. But buyers, <laughs> you know, they have what they want, and like, how do you go into a home and then sell something that you're like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't live here. Like, I would. This, this doesn't appeal to me.
1: Byron, you work with buyers all the time. Yeah. How do you work with that love?
0: Well. I don't work with buyers all the time, right. but when I do work with buyers, it, it depends which, you know, if they're a first-time home buyer, right? There's so many. This is where it's like interesting because there's so many different angles you could take it from. Like if a first-time home buyer tells me they want an investment, right? Then I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna tell them my story of 19 to 21, buying all these quote unquote investments, losing my shirt. You know, This is what happened to me, and this is what happened. This is what can happen to you if you you know really don't understand like living somewhere and investment are two different things or shelter you know all this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. yeah so it really depends on like where somebody's coming from right right on setting those expectations but a lot of times it's going to come with experience right it's going to come with them seeing a lot of homes right and then you just trying to build trust throughout that process and you know and maybe it takes seven homes, 10 homes for them to start to see like what you're talking about. Like, hey, you know, maybe there's validation there. Maybe you bring a contractor along like, you know, a lot of these homes you're looking at, you know, they have some structural damage, whatever it may be. Right. Mm-hmm. And they just think you're trying to pull them away from that deal. Right. Because they, you can't see it on the surface. But then you start to get the validation, whether it's from an inspector or a contractor, and they're like, "Oh man," they're just really making sure I don't make a bad decision, right? And get into a house that's, you know, n- not a, you know, in good condition or whatever.
1: I think you have to really listen to your buyer, like the very first yeah. time that you meet with them, though, too, because I, I think there are multiple times through the process that I'll say it to all of my buyers, like, "Like I love this house," and I'm like. But you said that you wanted a walk-in pantry. There's no walk-in pantry here, so it's not that I'm because t- like what my taste is is very different from everybody else's taste. And what I think is maybe a bad neighborhood, and I and I again, the first year or two that I was in it, like I'm like, this isn't really a great neighborhood, like, mm. and that's totally unethical, right? right? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, my mom lives right down the street, so I'm like, oh shit, Nicole, like you, can't, I can't infuse what it is that I believe to be good for them because like this is probably a lot better, so. I now try really hard to like use their words sort of against them. But not in like a mean way, but like okay Hold them like accountable. Exactly. Like you said you wanted a master bathroom. There's not a master bathroom here. I love that you love the house, but like but but I think what's helpful there though too is that if they love the house without the master bedroom and that was like a like a, a non like a, like it was a deal breaker from the very beginning it then actually opens up a whole new like conversation for me for future homes. Like, hey, you like that other home that didn't have a master bathroom? I know that this one doesn't, but like this living room is actually better than that last living room that you didn't like, which is why you didn't buy that house that didn't have the master bathroom, you know? So I think a lot of it also just comes with like listening to what they're saying, taking them through. That's why I love... Um, buyers that get into the game before they're actually ready to buy because I need them to just I I need to know like I need to hear them I need to listen I need to see what they're feeling I need to see what like the husband is feeling as opposed to like what the wife is feeling I also really badly want to know like who's involved. Cause like I don't want mom and dad hopping in on like house fifteen. Cause if mom and dad are gonna be part of this process, I need them at house one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like these are all like huge conversations that I need to know along the way. And like I have to listen. Like, ooh, my dad said that I shouldn't. I'm like, oh great, like, why don't you have your dad come from now on? Mom and dad
0: are the worst. I, mom and dad I, are the but worst. But I
1: need yeah. I need dad to be there from day but I agree one with that. because if he hops in at 15, he has no flipping idea how horrible Horrible the homes were and this and is the it, best he just yeah. sees this as the worst and he's just so, gonna come
0: and, and puff his chest out at, that's at it.
1: That's 100% it. and that's fine I want my dad to puff his chest at me but I also my job is not just to educate them my job is to educate the entire family and again he may be very well educated but he's also probably living in his five hundred thousand dollar home that was a move up and he's been living there with his three kids and like two and a half dogs and like he has no idea what like a first-time home is for like two fifty when he's been living in six. So
0: right. I mean, he's been just, there for fifteen years and the absolutely. prices have changed. And, oh, yeah. But he right.
1: also thinks that like his like wood trim from the eighties is like the best house ever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so like you just have to show that everybody exactly what's going on. Like you have to paint the full picture. So I mean, that's my biggest thing with buyers is like I have to remind them like you told me that you wanted a three bedroom. This is a two bedroom because you also the last thing you ever want is for your buyer to later on be like, Nicole, I hate my house. Why did you let me buy a three bedroom? No, no, no. I reminded you that this was a two bedroom. You made the decision. Like I know that you said you wanted a three bedroom, but I reminded you avidly that it was a two bedroom. And
3: that's a great point for you guys as experienced realtors as opposed to someone that's maybe brand new and just like get the sale yeah just a, a bowl in a china shop get the sale they're not listening to like we want to put an offer in okay let's write let's go write this up where you guys are this isn't the house for you This this is not the house for you based on what you told me
1: yeah and i would it's never just, necessarily say that right, i would lead it. them right. into that direction right. where it's like you wanted this like you don't have it or like this or like i mean because i'll be honest there are my, excuse me, many times that I felt like a house wasn't theirs, but they wanted it so much that it wasn't my job to talk them out of it. It was my job to make sure that they're realizing that they're making these sacrifices because they're going to be, A, a referral, or B, they're going to sell it in three years, and and I'm going to be responsible for that sale.
0: That's why I don't work, you know, the team works with a ton of buyers, but me personally, I don't work with a ton of buyers (laughs) because I'm just like, no, I disagree with you. This house is terrible. Like you know, I'll disagree I, more than I'll if agree. If I was a realtor, I feel love.
3: I would be that way. I yeah. would be like this house is terrible. It's so hard for me to like. I can't v- envision anything. Yeah. Like I look at someone and can walk in a, an, in an empty room and be like, I can envision all this. I see an empty room. Yeah.
0: Where no, I just think the house is terrible. Or I'll and, say this and house is terrible. Well, and in love with it. In B two
2: B, there there's a level of being able to either channel or diminish emotion because eventually, like, you're going to get to a point where there's value, you have an ROI, and they're going to spend money. But in your business, I've always marveled at the way that you guys have to manage emotion. Every pro- part of the process Oh my God. Even, How do you do it?
1: Even after they write a contract, do do there's there's buyer's remorse. You know that the buyer's remorse is one hundred percent coming, so you have to anticipate that. So it, it, it every step, almost
0: of, every time.
1: Even with a seller, there's like a seller remorse. Like Nicole, like it sold in thirty days for like over list price, but like somebody maybe took, we maybe we underlisted it. I'm like took
0: the <laughs> offer. Can you believe it? <laughs> right. Or
1: it's just like, Nicole, like, I don't want to do anything on this respect on this inspection report. You're like, dude, half your lights don't work. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? But again, part of you has to be like, you want to slap them, but you're also kind of like, okay, like you have to like, I get it. Get so, yeah. them. Yeah. 100. Well, and that's the biggest thing. And I think, I think also what is really helpful for Byron and I though too is that we've also sold our homes. So within the last three years, Byron has sold a home, I have sold a home, because I think you very quickly forget what it's like being a seller and being a buyer and being in that situation. So if you're like a real estate agent and have never bought or sold a home, because I know you were saying before, like, hey, I bought a home, Like. I think you also 100% have to sell a home to know what it's like as a real estate agent because I'll be honest, it's horrible. I mean, there was a time too, like you're like, Nicole, like like, it's, it's, it's no matter. I was
0: like how, nine days in. I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna sell my house. She's like, no
1: matter how seasoned man, you out. are, it's you been nine just hours. you yeah. uh, you're always questioning. And the <laughs> worst realize. part about being an agent while you're selling it too is that like you also know that all your peers are going in there and judging your home, mm-hmm. which is like. It's gotta be pretty. This tough. is way longer than yeah. a half hour, right, yeah.
0: Sam? I'm pretty oh, certain of that. Oh,
1: it's yeah. probably like an hour and a half. Yeah. We gotta wrap this. Thing two up. hours. Yeah. Two hours. Same how many times you changed that card. No, it wasn't two hours. <laughs>
0: It was Sam longer left. than expected. Anyway, I feel like we could just keep talking. No, I really enjoyed Sorry, it. Sorry, anyway. Let's wrap we this love, thing.
1: how about a LinkedIn, though. Everyone join LinkedIn.
0: Absolutely. No, actually. You I'm, never
1: really answered my question about the positives of LinkedIn. We'll, take that, line. Line. we'll, take, that we'll take
0: that offline. We'll take that I'll tell line. you what the positives of LinkedIn
1: I've been telling you what the positives I are.
0: I want to hear from him. I'll give, or- I'll give you 10 seconds. Ready? Yeah. The organic uh newsfeed is like the organics juice you get in the
1: newsfeed right now Do so it.
0: so tell your
2: authentic story represent your career yeah consume content create a path for knowledge and engage with audiences that make sense for you both personally and professionally okay there you go that's the value it's if perfect. you're talking about
0: the how we'll grab that in the lobby awesome cool and i want to have both of you guys back on because i feel like we literally could have gone another hour or two or three or whatever like could have just kept
1: I think of, it's because we have our headsets it. on. It's just you're sort yeah, of you're I like you're like whoa, wall 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 yeah.
0: Don, anything you're thinking about before we drop off here? He's
1: the best, fastest, then, what's mortgage the, person.
0: Yeah. What's the most? Let's go. Let's do this before we sign off mm-hmm. what are you looking forward to the most here in the rest of the year we're in 2019 I think this will be a cool little time stamp mm-hmm. as we look back on these Ooh,
1: like a time down capsule the
0: road yeah like a time capsule Ooh, we should
1: do that every time mm-hmm. a little time capsule
0: that is very cool I, I like think that. so I really like that We'll stick it in the wall yes I do like that a lot actually <laughs> I'm into that kind of shit what are you looking forward to the most in, in 2019 whether it's personal you know something with your friends something in your business like what are
3: you looking forward to the most here in 2019 for me, hitting my goals, personally hitting my goals, my goal is to make President's Club. Mm-hmm. So that, that's my, my professional goal. Um, personally, Dude, to... So that's your focus every day. day. You're like My focus every day home, is, is, is to hit my goal. But personally, have fun. I love to have fun. I'm always having, looking to have fun, um, hang out with my friends when I can. It's tougher now because I'm a little bit older so everybody's married with kids I'm not so I have a little bit more flexibility
1: I think we need to get you a girlfriend this year I have a girlfriend, he a girlfriend. Oh, okay, I live I'm with sorry. my girlfriend so okay, okay. Great girlfriend. Um, maybe I don't sh- think Don, Don would have girlfriend. Maybe, maybe we propose to the girlfriend do you think this Don year? would have much trouble getting maybe, we propo- maybe we propose e- easy, this year easy, hmm.
3: there, you could easy. do a whole show on that <laughs> easy Don, <laughs> Don wouldn't have any trouble sh- 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 um, but yeah just have fun get together with friends and, um, and do a lot of fun things with my girlfriend there it is with the GF with the GF Anthony what do you got
2: we're going to be next okay uh professionally my goal is is the same every year and that is to grow my own uh, knowledge base and also get the people around me promoted like i think if you're managing people like the biggest thing you want to do is get them to the next job um and personally i would say it's it's also the same every year like we talked about it before the distraction that you get with all your devices i just want to be a more present father that's the biggest thing I look for every single year. I mean I, I that's job number one. And if I got a performance review, I feel like I'd always be on a performance plan. Right. It's a really hard job. So that's my, my goal. Thank awesome. you, Don.
0: I appreciate the support. Nicole, you got anything you're
2: really
1: Oh, we're doing it. We're doing all the way around. Yeah. yeah. Then maybe we just are maybe we're just like asking our guests.
3: She nope. wants the private invite all the to LinkedIn. Around.
2: Come on, opt in on this one. Wow. Go there.
1: Um you know me.
0: I, well, I do know you, but I'm <laughs> I'm kind of curious now where where your head's at.
1: You always ask me about my about my goals. Um,
0: it doesn't have to be about your goals. Like it could be like something silly. Like what's the, I know. What's well, that's the biggest problem. The so I
1: don't ever set. I, I set I set goals, but like I don't ever have a goal because I always tell you like where I am right now is never where I thought I would have been like three years ago. So like if I'd set a goal, I never actually would have gotten here if I was trying to achieve that. Um, I think uh, like business-wise is probably like I mean I'll just I'll kind of keep it like super like low form and just like to always think bigger um I'm 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 innately always thinking smaller or always thinking that it's enough or I'm good or I'm okay or I don't need more or what they're doing is not what I need to do um so I think business-wise like that's my biggest thing is just to like get over myself and just like do what I need to do do what I want to do and not gauge it based on what others are doing I think that's I think that's my biggest thing because I I gauge most of my life on what others are doing or rationalizing why they're where they are and I'm not there and sort of making it okay instead of just doing what I do Um, because I feel like as soon as I start doing the things that like just feel right I do better instead of starting to do them because of others or deciding not to do them because of others so that's my biggest business is just to like do freely like just Mm. to like yeah and I think that's the same thing like I think it's the same thing personally right like I would love to sort of drop the line is like to be more like uh, aware and be with my with my family but I also know that that's also not necessarily who I am I think they get a lot more out of me in like a 10-15 minute span
0: spurts Spurts. I
1: do well in spurts (laughs) um I think though uh personally for me in all honesty like Dude, I just want to fucking travel. Travel, I, huh?
0: Yes. Really?
1: I have a bug. Like, I, I, ha- I think because my children were so young for so long, it was so much easier just to keep them home because I could um, control that environment where now that's...
0: That- what's fascinating you so much about travel, you feel like you just haven't seen enough because you're like, well, I'm at this point in my life right now and I just haven't seen enough where I thought I would have... Experienced more.
1: Yeah, I'm just, I, and but I also very much want to be a lot better about just being sporadic. Like, mm. hey guys, like let's go to Greece tomorrow. Yeah, not I've worked, it. no, maybe not. I, and I'm okay with that, but like, I've also feel like I've worked hard enough that like I can like, I can do that. Yeah. And I also feel like, I also actually feel bad because I feel like I did a lot more travel as a child than my children. So it's like, I got to get you guys out of the confines of what I've produced for you. So, So that's life right now. Something
0: I think is fascinating is I believe that over the next five to seven years, we're probably tech has moved so fast. Would you guys agree over the last 10 years, over the last decade, like everything's moved like, you know, what we have here is moved and, and it's going to continue to evolve. But I believe that over the next five, seven years, it's actually, it's going to move really fast. But it's also going to be a lot of just improvements off of what we're already doing and what we already have. Mm-hmm. So with that said, if there's not going to be dramatic, like life altering changes over the next seven years, like the cell phone, smartphone deal was like a life altering culture changing movement
1: mm-hmm. that
0: dramatically changed how we lived. hmm. I don't think that that is coming over the next five, seven years. So, you know, how are we now going to react to, okay, we've got this. And now it's just time for us to, like, do our thing. Like, just as, like, humans, like, generally, people you work with, people in your community. Like, now it's actually time to stop posting, talking, like, about what we're going to do and start to execute on it. And I'm fascinated on who actually, as the markets change, as the economy change, what people are actually going to have a big enough brand, are going to actually have enough willpower, and are actually going to be able to chunk their time appropriately to get shit done. Actually. That's what I'm most, that's what, what I'm actually most f- fascinating on actually. is like, actually, yes. 100% actually. Actually. Actually, actually I, I am. Mm-hmm. She's fucking with me. <laughs> like, like, who, what individuals are really going to do it over the next, the next five to seven years? Because everybody's got the voice talking about it, mm-hmm. but who's really going to do it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And just kind of seeing that journey. But
1: that's the most exciting part of all of it, and I feel like we see that a lot in our business. Like, people, like sort of hop on your coattails and like you want to be angry but then part of you is like you know what like time will just wash you that's out my baby point. i'm time just will so just wash looking forward you out. to the
0: scoreboard in two years and three years and four years
1: right we talked about it even um at lunch like yep i can go back to all my screenshots that's, their, that's this is this is their peak this is mm-hmm. their peak like you can tell the people that are like pe like that have peaked and you're just like, I'm still on my road up. I like, love this
0: time of year in the spring because, you know, everybody that like maybe has a big deal mm-hmm, if they're in business mm-hmm, in the spring or real mm-hmm. estate or whatever, you watch what they do in the summer. It's drink fucking rosé. Oh, I drink rosé. I drink rosé too. But, yeah, you know. easy. But they just chill out <laughs> and don't take the rest of the year seriously, right? And then you'll see them again.
1: Or the you winter. only hear from them in the spring because of that one deal. Right. Yeah.
0: So I'm. I'm just. You know. I'm fascinated on who's actually going to. Is that you avoiding the, the
1: answer talk. of what your personal goal is and in, in your? Oh, in your, personally, your I wake up.
0: Personally, I wake up every day thinking about our team getting to 100 million dollars in sales. Well,
1: that's business.
0: That's, that's what b- I wake yeah. up thinking about every right. day. Yeah. We'll hit it. Don't worry.
1: We will. That's no big deal.
0: Guys, really like. Thank you. Totally appreciate the vibe you. i hope Thanks for having us. On. I hope to see you guys, yes. guys more here in the podcast.
1: You guys yet. can come and back this... and throw the football back and forth. I again. said I was going to
2: hang out here. Every time I get the chance.
1: Oh, you there's can. a, there's, Invited a or uninvited. there's a lockbox Absolutely. in the door. We'll give you the code before we leave.
0: I, I think you guys have a lot to share. I'm hoping you guys will pour, uh, you know, your thoughts and your energy into a podcast in the future, man. Because I I, I think I know that's kind of uh, brewing in brewing rather in both your heads, and so I hope it actually happens.
2: Thank you, so it. Thank you, it, man. Awesome. Guys. Appreciate Thanks for it. having
0: us. Thank you.
1: Thank you.